team now rocking with One Nation Radio. Welcome to the program. James Boy, Richard Ladder, and a couple friends with the show for your wrestling needs. Shopping off the rest of the IWC. We gon' tell her how it is. We gon' shoot from the hip. If they putting out trash, we gon' rip from the bitch. Make sure that you tweet us and you rate the shows. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's get it on the road. Hey. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio. And now, here are your hosts, Rich Latta and James Boyd. And thank you for listening. SocialSuperFlex.com. BWB, what's up? Welcome to the December 17th edition of One Nation Radio. James, what's going on, man? Not too much. Just um, on this Saturday, uh, reading through uh, some news articles and seeing that apparently a writer at the New York Times wants to write an article about how the New York Times has a diversity problem. Um, Why would she do that? You, I, don't, I don't know about you, Rich, but doesn't that sound like a good way to, you know, endanger your job? I mean, talking about how things ain't fair, you know, usually does, leads, the, leads the people telling you, you know, to, to suck it up. Or uh, something like that. Well, no. Okay, so it, it it was a white woman, for the record, that uh, that wrote this. But the thing that for me is like, okay, so you're writing something negative about your employer, and it's going to be and it's going to be out, and it's going to be read by a bunch of people. Why would you think that'd be a good idea? <laughs> Regardless of whether it's right or wrong, why would you think that'd be a good idea for you for you know for your future well being? Uh, yeah, I, when I was reading it, I was like, wow, why'd she write this? She's like kicking the, <laughs> she, she's kicking the door in on herself almost. Well, not I mean, herself, but whoever's cutting the check. Right. Essentially. Like, I mean, I mean, we, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, it, it doesn't take too hard to look at it. It takes a quick Google search to realize like, the issue of diversity inside of uh, the newsroom, but like that—that's you know that's far beyond the scope of this wrestling podcast. I just thought that was interesting. Like, why? why that's that just seems like uh, that just seems so like dumb to me. Like, right. I, I get it, but E forty no. style dumb, 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 dumb. So we've got a couple things to do today. We got we got the uh, pay per view coming up. WWE Roadblock End of the Line, and I guess we have to say that kind of how we said the uh, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, uh, or excuse me, it, the, the over the top rope Andre the yeah. Giant. <laughs> so use that WWE speak, as they say. Um, yeah. Also, we had an event inside our Facebook group that seemed to be pretty popular. We're gonna talk about a couple of things on there it's called shoot saturday and we're going to talk about some of the best stuff um, that that came from that and we're going to try to we're going to incorporate that as a weekly segment and that'll be later on in the show and also we're going to have our eliminations for our one nation radio awards so you'll find out all the nominees and then james and i will get to cutting them down you know throwing ass about the paint throwing them throwing them off the plane cutting yeah leaving them out yeah, I mean, I don't know about you, but this is it's probably my favorite podcast of the year. Uh, I would like, say so. Like, up there, you know, usually there's one show before WrestleMania where we're just like, we just shoot on WrestleMania. Really? Um, you remember before WrestleMania 31, we were like, this is exclusively just going us just shitting on this. Like, that one, those are usually pretty good. The WrestleMania preview show is pretty good, usually. But I have to agree, the One Nation Radio Awards has been... 
probably it, I, I feel like I can listen to that and get a great snapshot of the year in wrestling because we know we have to do this show. So we know we have to make it good, and we're just trying to find ways to like you know tweak it every year and make it a little bit better. We added a couple new categories, and um, we're gonna put out a survey um, inside our group, the Wrestling Square Circle on Facebook, um, for everyone to kind of you know just uh, take the take the survey of all the guys we nominate, and you know we'll bring it up on the show and use it as a tiebreaker if need be, and. You know, let y'all voice be heard a little bit. But uh, where should we begin, James? Uh, I guess we got to start off with this fact that we got another pay-per-view on our hands. All right. Another one. You know, as, one. as DJ Khaled says, uh, Roadblock, end of the line, 2016. Um, there was a roadblock earlier this year. It was main evented by Triple H and uh, Dean Ambrose. Neither man is going to be on this card. Um, there are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six official matches and a kickoff. So I guess we can start at the beginning with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. Uh, Owens and Reigns have kind of microwaved this feud. Um, I always thought uh, when the day came for Owens and Reigns, the main event of pay-per-view, it would feel a lot more important than this. What went yeah. wrong on this, James? Like, am I, am I tripping, or was this supposed to be, like, the new John Cena CM Punk? I think it's just a... Uh, wow, I never even thought about that before. Uh, I mean, there are some there, I mean, there are similarities. Any darling guy um, makes it big, comes champion. Obviously, I mean, obviously, uh, Kevin Owens' impact isn't nearly what uh, CM Punk's was when he broke through. Right. But... Um, I mean, and to be honest, on the other end, neither is Roman Reigns compared to John Cena. <laughs> so I mean, if that's the case, that on that scale, compared compared to themselves, like, yeah, Jeez. that gets it. That's like the that's like the undercard. That's like when you were watching. Um, that's almost like when you're watching Rock and Triple H go against each other back at the time when like Austin was in a was you know or not or Austin was headed towards glory. It was like that's just yep. that's just a notch below. Like yep. it's like it's there, but a lot notch below. Um, not quite. Yeah, not quite there yet, but um, yeah, it, it, I feel like it's a weird setting. But you look at the way that Raw and SmackDown have sort of been structured, and they're both in this weird sort of thing where we have their main event scenes for Raw and SmackDown both have both feature four guys more or less. Yeah, and two of them maybe faces, two of them heels, and they kind of have to swap off now at this point in time. So right now we're getting AJ us uh, in. Um, and Miz, and they're swapped off with the guy, their their former partners for pretty much most of this entire fall. And on the other end, we're pretty we're sort of kind of getting that. I mean, really, it was mostly a two on one handicap match between Seth Rollins and Team Jericho, whatever you want to call him. But <laughs> now it seems that you know he's made good with he's made back buddies with Roman Reigns, and now it's you know it's a two on two thing. I really again. wish they had, I really wish they had um maybe one more feud or something on here so they could have made this just a uh, a tag match maybe that's what they plan on doing it for for uh, Royal Rumble who knows yeah. but um yeah I, I, I'm with you I really think that they should have um this should have been something that you see at Wrestlemania this or been a, a much bigger deal. like this should have been a SummerSlam feud one day or something like that like the day they finally like got it on like, like these guys were supposed to be 
you know, so much more. Uh, as far as the winner goes on this one, um, I think I'm leaning towards Kevin Owens, like, being a little dirty. It doesn't quite feel like the time for them uh, to put the belt back on Roman Reigns, although they could do it. Um, you know, they're not above uh, giving Roman every chance in the book and moving the goalposts for him. <laughs> they did not let that man hold the mic and say a word at all on the go home show. It's like they try, they're trying to sneak it by us that he's, you know, wow, he could be the champion again. And, you know, they, they're, they're definitely afraid of him getting booed. And I just don't understand it. Well, well, two things. Like they it. know so, what it is. <laughs> all right. Well, two quick things on it. So one is, if they didn't want him to get booed, don't have him pick up the championship belt at the end of the night, and then when they go black, him holding both of them up, you know, like that. And 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 uh, that's one. And two, it's a question. When you saw him lift up that belt, did you feel secretly relieved knowing how WWE loves the book opposite from what they do on go home shows? <laughs> did you feel relieved like, oh, he lifted it up. That means he ain't winning. Thank goodness, and you clapped. No. <laughs> oh, no, okay. No, because I, I kind of felt like, oh, okay. I definitely, I'm like, I feel so much more. Be- I feel, I'm gonna say so much more better. But yeah. I almost feel more relieved that he did that, which means like, okay, they put it into existence. So you know, they like to go opposite of when they put stuff into existence. Right. Uh, so I anticipate these guys having a great match until whatever finish happens, because you know. <laughs> They don't usually let Kevin Owens win uh, clean at all, and especially yeah. Roman Reigns, like, getting beat clean in the middle of a pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, it's happened this year, but yeah. those are extenuating circumstances. And it's a non, and it's a non like, a mid-tier pay-per-view, so you know they're not, they're like, man, like, clean finish, what's that? Right. So they're, they're just going to, you know, roll it over to the next month, which is the Royal Rumble next month. So how long do you think they end up going? I think they'll, they'll they probably get, have a 25-minute match. You think that long? Because, I mean, you already have um, yeah. Jericho. I mean, you pretty much have three big matches on this card, regardless of what the ending or finish is going to be. Plus, one of them has to go guaranteed 30 minutes. Yeah. And you know they're going to they're gonna pull out the stops of the crazy entrance so this, in the video package. That's so probably like a 40, 45-minute extravaganza. I'm willing to argue that... Sasha Banks and Charlotte should be main event in this pay-per-view. Right. Um, I think the issue is that they main event the last Raw-only pay-per-view. Yeah. So they might think... It, in theory, this, if they could go back in time, they would have swapped it around and this would have been it. But uh-huh. who knows? That's how they wanted to do I it. Think, I think they should do it to where whichever... If, if, both of these, if one of these matches has a fuck finish... The one that has a fuck finish should go should not be an event. That's how I feel. Well, come on, man. You know WWE loves to go us all go off air with us, wondering what the fuck happened. Like that's just their mo. <laughs> but you know, moving on from the Owens and Reigns, let's talk about Char- Charlotte and Sasha. It's going to be a thirty minute Iron Woman match. Uh, I expect them, like you said, to pull out all the stops. We're going to get some ridiculous entrances. Uh, I'm kind of wondering what kind of Iron Man match is going to be. Is it going to be like one of those ones where they just go and go and go, or are they going to, you know, do the whole thing where they get cued and try to go up and use disqualifications and countouts and all the other like shenanigans? And what role does Ric Flair play? 
in this. You know, saying he's back mm. with the company and he's recently endorsed Sasha. They did the whole thing where Charlotte uh, slapped up Ric Flair. Rick, Rick shockingly didn't blade, but um. Mm. What do you make of this match? And, and the people that, you know, say this has gone too long. Well, to the people that have complained about it going too long, I would say... Um, what else you got? We, not, not, every <laughs> feud, not every feud not every feud, does, has to end in the requisite three months, right? Uh-huh. Like, it's okay. Like, one of the greatest, you know... I'm not comparing it to this because obviously I can't I really have no reference for because I never really watched any matches during this feud. But I believe it's uh, the Jericho and Shawn Michaels 08 feud. Yeah. When they ended up when uh, when he when Jericho ended up striking Shawn's wife. Right. They ran it for a long time. Yeah. They were like was it like eight month eight, feud or yeah, something it was like, like eight that? months and it was like spread out. Yeah. Like I mean, as long as it's quality and there are no you know real challengers ahead ahead to. Um, for this, I don't understand what the issue is. I mean, given given what we're looking at here, it seems like they're holding off Bailey until WrestleMania season or whatever. So why not? It's not like they're putting out bad matches, right? Like this is, you know, like this is. We're going to talk about this later, but this is going to be one of the, you know, feud, top, one of the top of the year picks contenders. For, yeah, for feud of the year consideration, it's going to be one of the top picks, and not even not only just. Make it on the list, but potentially win, right? So, right. I don't really, I don't really see the issue with it, especially when they're coming out and putting on matches like this, right? Um, and this, now, granted, this match can like, uh, like we're gonna do on our, our elimination show, but we reserve the right to uh, nominate any of these matches um, <laughs> that if if we happen to get some greatness. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I, now, we how do add you, something else? How do you? Yeah, I have a question. How do you think Sasha is, is um, handling being a face, besides the fact that we love her because she's awesome? I think she'd much rather be a heel, just because mm-hmm. it would it would go with her character. Now, her being a heel again, that would... I would cringe because that means we might get those ratchet chants to return, and oh, yeah. I, would just, I would just roll my eyes every time, but... Um, she realizes, like, yeah, she's a great heel, but Charlotte's even greater heel. It's she's she's not gonna get as hated as as Charlotte, so she might as well like figure it out, like about being a babyface, uh, because Charlotte is is the pinnacle as a as a woman heel in WWE. That's a wrestler. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like ultimately, like. They have they have an issue where they they management in their minds all along always had those two to be the ones in particular and if you know Becky or uh, or or um, or Bailey panned out then great but they definitely needed those they definitely expected those two to hit and one of those two to hit and you kind of you know for those two to be there you kind of need both of them to be you know for it to work out. You need a, a time, a place in time where Charlotte gets to be the good one, and Char and I'm sorry, where Charlotte gets to be the good one, and Sasha gets to be the bad one. Look, the work they never did like that the with uh, rivalry. They never huh? did that with Cena and Orton, and they never did it right. with uh, Rock and, and uh, Austin either. Well, 
Rock turned heel on Austin. Like, they had face versus... At least they had, like, face versus face, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, like, at least that dynamic wasn't always one. Like, you know, there were times where, like, Trish or Lita was the heel of the face. Right. Right? You know, and you feel like that given their age and, you know, how much more time there is, in fact, they're split off into, into one brand, they're going to they're gonna bump heads again really soon, maybe in six months after this. And, like, the dynamic has to change for people to not be like, oh, this again. Right. It's got to be. I think that's what, yeah, and I feel like this is one of the biggest reasons why the Orton Cena thing was always, oh, this again, regardless of how good or not good it was at different time, at different points because right. of the whole thing of dynamics always been the same. Right. Um, so moving along from Sasha and Charlotte, uh, I, I, I'm picking Charlotte to win because that's just what she does on pay-per-view. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, okay. Where's pay-per-view? Where is it? Uh, shit. Pittsburgh, maybe? I'm not sure. Oh, it's in Philly. Philly. Oh, no, no, wow. it's in Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. They were in Philly yeah, on Monday. Yeah, so yeah Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. So, so Roman Reigns going to get um, booed? Go ahead. Yeah, it is in Pittsburgh, one of those notorious cities where, like, the crowd doesn't, like, it doesn't pop the way it's supposed to, and that's weird. It might be. Okay. So, if it were me, um, I'd, uh, I'd probably have Sasha win right here. And, and break up I mean, that streak? I mean, because ultimately, either she wins, or... I know, and I know it's the whole feud. I know, understand, they said there's no rematch clause, so this is the end for now. Uh-huh. But if Charlotte wins, how does she... How does she, how do they explain the Ric Flair thing? Without having, without having it be a thing about Sasha being the stupid baby face... That got set up in the end and and, and got caught at the end. I, like, I I mean they could have Sasha win a women's Royal Rumble, but I mean, you know. So they're gonna end the feud and have no rematch clause, and then she has to go into the rumble to, to a women's rumble and then win it and then go again. That like, sounds we, like I some Daniel Bryan type shit. <laughs> I think people be pissed off. I think people be pissed off. Like you wasted my time for two more months. Yeah, yeah. That I mean they're not above pissing us off though. Like that, Good that, point. So, great point. Um, great point. The next match we got uh, uh, Seth Rollins and Chris Jericho. Uh, match has been a couple months in the making. They've actually wrestled on TV uh, within the past three months a couple times. Um, Jericho still kind of looking for that signature match of the year. Rollins, you brought up a great point um, in Shoot Saturday. I'll uh, let you go ahead and tell everybody uh, what you think about like what could be the issue with Rollins. Oh, I mean, in the ring, I'm okay. I don't want. I don't know how to put a percentage on this thing exactly because you know it's so hard to tell with um, athleticism and stuff. Like the shades of gray from like the, I'm sorry the shades of of being able to like tangibly see like somebody's explosiveness, but like Rollins clearly doesn't look like how he was like he's not the same guy he was yet that he was before he blew his knee out a year and change ago like thirteen months ago mm-hmm. or fourteen months ago like he you know. He, like he still does all the same stuff, but he still he's not he's not as sharp as he was. You know, a year or so ago, but um, you know, hopefully over time it'll come back. But it's not like he's still not awesome. He's still awesome. It's just like 
when this happened, he was still in, he was in discussion for possibly great, best wrestler in the world. Like I don't I don't feel that way right now about him. Uh huh. And then, uh, uh, but, okay. But I still think like you know outside of Cesaro and and, and Seth Rollins, if I need a big ma- if I need a big match performance for somebody like he'd be. Those are the three guys I, I think of first. Mm-hmm. Or uh, and then four and then four will probably will most likely be Kevin Owens. Uh, Chris Jericho is kind of uh, he's he's gotten over really heavy the past couple months. This could be a spot where they use him uh, to get a victory over Rollins and you know screw him. You know WWE loves to beat their baby faces down for ages and ages and ages, especially this time of the year. Um, I'm not quite sure how it will lead into the Rollins Triple H thing, and how also this has been the B side of Kevin Owens Roman Reigns. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they do. I don't really, I'm not really expecting like uh, I'm not expecting a classic or anything. Like it should just be like a solid match on the card, and uh, let's hope Jericho gets like one to to put on a DVD. Right. So it. I got a question for you. If all right. So if hmm, when does okay? This I'll ask you. When does Kevin Owens need to lose this belt by so he can do this Kevin Owens versus Jericho WrestleMania match? I think he needs to lose it at the Royal Rumble. At the Rumble or after? At the Royal Rumble. Okay. And then he has to try to get it back and fail, and then uh, him and Jericho get to it. So does that mean that like so, so does that mean that we were heating up Seth for Seth to win the belt mm. and fight Triple H? Uh, I I think the, I don't know. I feel like our champion is going to be uh, they got to figure it out because someone's got to fight Owens at the Royal Rumble. I, whoever fights Owens at the Royal Rumble, uh, I think will be the champion going into WrestleMania. That's what I'm, that's my point is so. So do you think like okay they're gonna screw rain so they're gonna screw rain so they're gonna raise another shot? Nah, he he they're gonna screw him I think and then he's gonna take his ass in the Royal Rumble and then probably get into it with ugh, Braun Strowman. <laughs> uh, all right, so if that's the case, then who's so who's left other than Rollins to fight to, to win the belt from Owens at our Royal Rumble then? Brock. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Well, he's gonna be in the Royal Rumble, actually. So uh, yeah, he's gonna be in the yeah. These two probably yeah. Reigns and Owens might run it back at the Royal Rumble. If they're smart, they let Reigns win it, go in as the champion this year. Just just do it early. Wait, but okay. Uh, So you want WrestleMania thirty three that you plan that you want to buy tickets to? For the t- the title match for the WWE Universal Championship to be Roman Reigns the champion going in there to fight Braun Strowman? Fuck no! Like, what are you saying? Well, well, no, like, cause I, I heard a rumor about him uh, Reigns and Strowman for the U.S. title before, but um, it's still it's really weird where where Reigns is gonna go. I think we've really just gotta wait and see how it plays out because this year more than ever. Almost like even more than last year because of the rash of injuries where we literally were just throwing anything at the wall. It's quite a murky um, landscape looking at it because of the brand split, 
the part-timers and all the championships that these guys have. Okay, so, so we'll see. I got okay, so I just, it popped in my mind. So, do you think that they don't know what they're doing because they're really holding out hope that that Finn Balor gets his shit together or gets gets healed up so he can go out and fight Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? I think they would consider Finn Balor like found money if he's able to get back by uh, WrestleMania. So, so I don't, you don't think they're counting I, on it? I don't think they're counting on it. Okay, because man, I'll tell you, Mike. If they wanted to get somebody, if they really wanted to get a baby face over. I mean, they, they could they, debut they, Nakamura and let him win a Royal Rumble, but whatever. That's not happening. <laughs> you if, know. They, if they really, if they really wanted to get a baby face, nothing would say, well, nothing would get a baby face over more right now than you re-debuting, you winning the Rumble, and you going and fighting that big heel Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns actually turns heel. Like if you want, if you want, if you want it, go get it. I mean, you said it. I, I think that would be a solid feud. I just wonder who would do the talking. Well, Reigns <laughs> would probably do the talking as a heel, but <clears throat> um, it's a, that's like the, that's going to be like the third or fourth match on the card. Like most important match on the card, he ain't got they ain't got to do that much talking. Just wrestle. Uh, speaking of a match that's like the look, third or fourth, look, look you know what you do. You you lock you use your left arm to lock up with, and you throw your right hand. And you punch super nose, <laughs> and you fight. Look, and, and if you look, and if they're do, if they're good at anything, Roman Reigns is to do the, the the baby the um the it is to do the face versus face or whatever have you dynamic where they're fighting before they get to the WrestleMania before they get to pay per view. Right. Just just follow what you've done well with Roman Reigns over the time, and and that will get you there. Right. Especially if he's a bad guy at that point. Uh, we've got the Cruiserweight Championship defended in a three-way. I don't give a fuck who wins. Wow. Do you think that match should be... Do, do you think that match will be good, or do you think the crowd is going to just not be good? I think the crowd might matter. pull that Bo Dallas and turn their backs on it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think Swan retains, and we just crack jokes on TJ Perkins and Brian Kendrick the whole match. Wow. Anything to add on this? <laughs> I'm just glad we, yeah. I don't have to watch Arya like, Davari. Like you, yeah. Like I'll say this: you become infinitely like less cool, like when you wear knee pads inside the trunks. <laughs> like uh, Brian Kendrick, that's funny. Yeah, like that, that that does you no good. Just wear knee pads outside the trunks. Uh, in a ten-minute challenge, we have Sami Zayn versus Braun Strowman. Uh, Braun Strowman and Mick and uh, Sami Zayn have been building up this angle for you know a couple months now, and uh, he did this whole angle with Foley where Foley fired him up on Monday, and he got really passionate. I thought he was about to put hands on Foley and whoop his ass. Um, well, he shoved him a bunch of times. Yeah, we're not shoved him, but like he got in his face and like backed him down by getting in his face. Yeah, like like Sami Zayn was looking kind of kind of you know that man was looking like he had some fire. Uh, what do you make of this whole concept of this 10-minute challenge thing? I can pretty much predict how this is going to go, but what what do you think of this, James? Um, It's cool. I mean, it's something different. that they. I mean, they built up Strowman enough that at least now he actually has a singles pay-per-view match, so that's productive. Like, they... You know, and, and to be fair to, to Strowman, like Strowman's not as god awful as he was when he first started out, when he first got brought up to to Raw after the brand split. Like, 
He's still he's still really bad, but he's not like one of the ten worst wrestlers I've ever seen. Hmm. He he low key still, he low key has a really good power move set he's putting together. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's starting to diversify his bonds. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, but I mean he still stinks, but whatever. Like that's fine. <laughs> like he's gigantic. His his job's not to be a, his job's not to be as good as Adrian Neville. It's not. His job is to Who? be big. Who? Yeah, that's a good point. The man creator forgot. <laughs> you thinking that? Nah, I saw that written somewhere. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to say, that was good. <laughs> the man that created forgot. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, so, okay, so one thing that I'll say is, like, I, I'm kind of having a hard time, like, getting my, wrapping my head around this for that day. They cut, regardless of whatever happens with this situation they have uh, tomorrow, uh-huh. The best thing for Sami Zayn's future would have been if he had gotten so freaking mad over uh, Braun Strowman that he literally forced himself to get traded to SmackDown, and then he's because he already has the history of that match at, at Survivor Series with Miz, he could have been plugged into um, fighting Miz uh-huh. easily, right? And then with Royal Rumble right around the corner, you could have had, and you're, you know, you're desperate for ancillary matches besides the the title, the main title match, oh, and, or title matches and Royal Rumble that you could have had. You could have had uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon book the Braun Strowman. That's match a great idea. Another you know, a month later. And had you know Mick Foley still trying to you know still having to be convinced that you know that he was signed off as a commissioner for this whole thing uh-huh. and still had that that tug that tug there. It, but I, I you know I, I guess that made too much sense. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it you know they're not in the star building. They're not in the star building business anymore. So. <laughs> I think um, this is this is gonna have, like be. Ten minutes of Braun Strowman destroying Sami Zayn, and Sa- yeah. Sami Zayn surviving at the doing like a quick flurry at the end, and looking like he can pull it out, and time's gonna run yep. out on him, and, and he's time gonna runs look, out. Yep, and it's gonna look like both you know Strowman ain't losing, and they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna beat Zayn um, just like a drum. Like, like that's why they put that ten minute like ten minute like time limits. Things these are like red herring dead giveaways that they're gonna go the whole yeah. time. So. Um, then we got the raw tag. Quick question: oh, yep. how, how are they going to do and avoid a beat? Like I, this is another part that like this is is kind of like why also it's a, it's a bad situation in retrospect. Now you know you have a, a, a Iron Woman's match, Iron Man match for the women's for the Raw Women's title. Sorry, I forgot to totally say how stupid that that whole titling and phrasing is because they're stupid language. <laughs> but so. You're going to have a match where his, where you know that the end of the match where the buzzer running down and they're going to come to a finish down to the wire to where somebody either taps out, gets pinned, or just nearly escapes getting tapped out or pinned, or you know there's a restart of the match under sudden death rules. Why in the world would you have a time limit match and then have another time limit match on it where you know both of them are going to come down to the wire and you have to worry question. about having similar finishes? Great question. 
I, I, I would think that's a, that, that would be something that they would have to figure out. Um, don't be shocked if similar agents are working both matches. We see something similar in both matches. I, and you know, they do this because think about you, you hear Meltzer and you hear people talk about like going into Hell in a Cell when there's, or any match or elimination shim whenever there's two matches that are similar and they always work and make sure to like make sure that they're varied and they're different so they don't have the same spots involved. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, you can work on something like not having any spots involved, but how, how do you have a creative like beat the clock, beat you know up against the clock type of deal at the end? Like the finish is going to be the finish. You know, there's going to be similar regardless of you know whether somebody avoids just you know you know gets it's going it's going to come down to a photo finish at the end, like on right. both of these situations. How do you fix? How do you? I don't know how you get around it. I mean, I, I'm interested to see what they figure out tomorrow. Or if they are, how badly they, they, they botched this. We'll see. Same here. Um, we got the Raw Tag Team Champions, the New Day, Black Excellence yeah. versus Cesaro <laughs> and Sheamus. Um, now, over the week, um, the New can, Day, Sasha Banks. Yeah, go ahead. Could that, can this be the, uh, could that picture be the cover of this uh, podcast? Sure. I'll, I'll download okay. it and find it. Thank you. And make that the, uh, the picture for it. Thank you. Um, they uh, they took a picture of the New Day with Sasha Banks and Rich Swan, all with the championships, grilling, grinning, and uh, you know with the hashtag Black Excellence on there. James, can you explain to people, uh, you know, why this was okay for them to do? Um, yeah, just real quick. Uh, I you know I'm not as hip as like you know what the kid as the rest of the kids out here. I want to know what like app they use to where they could have the black and white and then certain things could be in color or did like WWE do that for them? Like if that's in an app, I need to see that app because that, that shit's kind of fly. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just, it, it's, it's pretty simple, right? Um, like when people ask like, why is there a such thing as uh, a black history month and there's not a, White History Month, or whenever there is a what is it? I think I can't remember what month is. Uh, Women is Women's Appreciation Month or, or Women's History Month, and they right. say why is it not a men's? It's like the same reason. Like, like those are already taken care of for you. Like, it's called. It's not called White History. It's just called History, right? <laughs> it's not called Women's Appreciation. It's not called Women's Appreciation Month or Men's Appreciation Month. It's just called Appreciation. Like, that's the thing. Like. People that are people that have um, how do I say this? People that have uh, benefited from inequality uh, get to run things, and this, you know, especially the history uh, how history goes with you know, you always see the joke that whoever wins controls the history, yeah. Um, like with wars and whatnot, so things get air airbrushed and whatnot, and things are taken into more appreciation. Like you look at our school system. I mean, I went to public school. You went to public school, um, and I had and I had this conversation with a few people every so often. Like, if like when you think of like black in American history class or whatever you took, you think of like black people and you think of women or whatever, or or just pe- for people of color in general. It is like you you hear all these stories of all these people, and you take these co- this course for however long it is, a semester or two semesters, and it's like okay, so like you mean to tell me 
Like in this textbook that I went through, and this thing is like 400 pages long. You can tell me like, like civil rights is literally like my, like Rosa Parks, <laughs> Martin Luther King, uh, and that's that's the whole civil rights movement right there. Like women's liberation, like <laughs> as soon as, like, as soon as it's, it's like literally like women in in uh, American history. It's like Takajuia, Susan B. Anthony, uh, uh, um, Eleanor Roosevelt, and like that's pretty much it. Like that's all you got. That's all we got. Yeah. Or in Rosa Parks, so she counts the other, yeah. you know, uh, in two demographics uh, there. Intersection, you know, intersectionality, but that's it. So it's the same thing. It's like, okay, we don't, you, we don't have to call that black, or we don't call that white excellence. We just call that excellence, and there's no, ex, and you just assume that that's what it is, and you don't think anything of it. Right. And you know, it's just so weird that like people, people like want to deny your identity and like don't. They don't want to re- recognize that by, by like hu- like just completely like ignoring people's identity, like you're also ignoring. Color. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like by <laughs> ignoring somebody's identity, like you're completely just like ignoring parts of this person's humanity. Uh-huh. And like they and they don't and they like don't even sit there and think about that. It's just like, like what would I what like? And it's something they don't. It's something like they don't even like realize what they're doing when they do it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's frustrating because it's like, like, you can easily just go to any WWE show or any wrestling show in the world. Craig. Or let's say in America. I don't want to do that because you go to Japan, it's going to be a little different. So, right. but, or any, so, but if you go to America, any, any wrestling in America, as a white person, you're going to see faces that look like yours. That's not a guarantee of any other... That's not a guarantee at any other stop if you are not white. Like, you don't know if, you, you know, you go to some place in Iowa that you're going to see um, a, a luchador or another brown face like yours. And that's just a part of the, that's just a part of, you know, seeing yourself represented. Uh-huh. You know, diversity, if you will. But <laughs> let's just move along. Yeah, so um, the New Day uh, broke the tag team record, uh, you may have heard, uh, over the last week, and, which led to such photo. And they are defending the title against Cesaro and Sheamus, who are fresh off a win at Tribute to the Troops. Um, they, a lot of people were anticipating that this is going to be the night that the New Day drops the titles. And mm-hmm. for Cesaro and Sheamus with the whole odd couple thing, winning the title at some point almost seems like a given. Um, I just yeah. like to point out how Cesaro has once again gotten over in a tag team. Um, <laughs> you know, just want to mention that. But um, I think the New Day should hold on to the titles. And really, yeah. Instead of doing the title switch like everyone predicts. I mean, let's add that next wrinkle into the New Day character. Like, you know, the New Day has had they have they've had these belts the whole time. If they start losing them before WrestleMania season, it kind of leaves them out in the cold. And if it's anybody I want to be involved, like going into WrestleMania with these belts, heating them up even hotter, they already have the record. Why not just like run it up, run up the score a little bit, like Bob Stoops? You know? Well, wow. You brought up Rob Stoops on 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 this week of all week, huh? <laughs> uh, well, my question for you is this: 
How many more losses do you think Cesaro and Sheamus can take without them just completely looking Bring like geese? That's a good point. Uh, I, I mean, I think they can, I think they could take you know a few more, but I'm just asking you like how many more like how far does this extend? Is this does it like does this extend to Royal Rumble and that's where it ends, or does it need to you know go all the way to WrestleMania like you think or like you said? I think well, I think it. They can't get get this to, all the way to WrestleMania. It would be impossible. So, this might be a scenario where they end up winning it after the pay-per-view. And mm. then the New Day ends up getting it back to drop it to whoever they're going to drop it to, like, for a while. Right. right. I, I, um, I'm just glad that they, you know, they were on TV and they were allowed to have two really good matches. Uh huh. Um, because it's been a while since like New Day was actually like allowed to like go out there and have a really it's you know not. like really to really really wrestle. You know how we do the young girl really really rap thing to really really wrestle. Yeah. So, um, and you know Cesaro and Sheamus is the perfect guy for that. Like Sheamus, you know we give Sheamus a lot of slack, but Sheamus is more than is more than a capable hand as a tag team wrestler, mm-hmm. and Cesaro is you know is the wrestling god. So. <laughs> Like bro, like that whole that whole like segment that he had with all the offense. Yes, he lost his fucking that, mind. Like bro, he's <laughs> like he's so freaking good. Like why can't they make this man a champion at some point? I don't understand it. You know that's 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 not that's reserved for Roman Reigns. You know I I just don't understand it. Like he's <laughs> so freaking good, and it's like and he's and he's like microwavable. Yeah, you just let him go wrestle. You give him time. Like, He'll figure it out. Like, oh, he has been on TV. Oh, he's been hurt. Oh, like, you know, you're not doing anything with him? Okay, let him wrestle. Watch him get over. Right. Every single time. Like, what is this? Like, the, the, this has to be, like, at least, like, the seventh different situation where, like, none going for him, just let him wrestle. And then watch the crowd lose their mind over him. Yep. At uh, least. might be. We might even be in double digits by now. Right? Also. Speaks five languages. WWE doesn't think he can talk. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's also another one. Um, that's also another one. <laughs> Big Cass and Rusev will be in the kickoff match. Uh, a little bit, you know, th- these guys um, have built this feud up really nice. It would have been nice to see them get a spot on the main card. And, you know, get, just get the cruiserweights on as a kickoff because, you know, I think they want to do something important with Cass and they clearly care about Rusev. I think it might be smart, you know, because look at all the other matches and look at what they're going to probably be at their worst and then look at what Rusev and Big Cass could be at, at like, if it doesn't go all the way it should. Yeah, like, you might be better off, you might be better off, like, a nice little short, you know, five minute or eight minute deal and then get out of there. And, you know, the people are still filling in, so, like, people are just excited there's something on to keep them from, you know, between burning all their injury on their phones. Right. So, this might, that might be a good spot for them. Like, I can't, you know, given what we, we could possibly see in a short amount of time with, a title, with title changes or whatever on the card, with the cruiserweights, like, that would be, you know, if I still look at that card, like, that is the card, that is the match that I would think is the bathroom break. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's an intermission match, if you will. So, um, quick prediction on, think... on that one. Oof. Uh, ugh. uh, 
Hopefully Rusev. Yeah, I think Enzo. I, th- I think Enzo Amore cheats and helps Big Cass win. It's gross. Like uh, he'll he'll come from like under the ring and hit. Since you know they did the thing where he broke the glass over Rusev's head, he's gonna hit Rusev in, in, with something, and Cass will end up getting a win. That's what I think. But um, moving on, uh, that's the show. Unless you got anything to add on that, James. Yeah, I, I just don't understand, like, why are these people getting savagely beaten and then, like, showing up on TV the next week? Or, like, showing, or, like, showing up, like, two weeks later, like, within two weeks. <laughs> like, no, nah, man, stay, you know. Go that away. Like, like, bro, if you get beat, if you get whooped, savagely beaten, like, it needs to be situations where, like, you're still in the hospital for a week, and then, like, WWE won't even let you into the building for another week. Like, what does <laughs> it say for you to take a... You know what I'm saying? Like, so you need to be off TV. Like, if you get beat up, you need to be off TV for at least two episodes of whatever the episodic show you're on. Right. That's not, like, I don't understand any other way. Like, I don't understand how AJ Styles can Styles clash that geek Ellsworth, and then that man shows up, what, five days later and, and, and interrupts the pay-per-view match, the main pay-per-view match. I don't understand that. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. In a neck brace. Yes. Bro, explain to me how, think of this, right? He's in a neck brace. How does that dude pass protocol? Yeah. He even wear his, gear, even wear his gear out there. Right. You know, we, we, we've clearly got cases where y'all wouldn't clear people, you know, to let him even come on television. So... Uh, yeah, man. All right, whatever. Just, just, just a rant I wanted to go on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, we had uh, you, so shoot Saturday. Do we want to do that first, or we, or we want to get to the nominations? Yeah, let's just shoot. Let's do okay, shoot. Uh, we started uh, a thing in our Facebook group. Uh, uh, many of you guys may be in uh, the Wrestling Square Circle on Facebook. We came up with a thing called Shoot Saturday, and it was kind of influenced by I seen something they do on the Square Circle Reddit page. It's called Zero Fucks Friday. So I was like. <laughs> I think that'd be a good concept, but you know, I didn't want to, you know, just rip off Zero Fucks Friday. So I was like, how about Shoot Saturday? Why not? Um, I uploaded a picture of a gun with um, <laughs> just, just just a guy holding it in his hand. You don't see his face or anything like that. And I was like, unload your hottest hot takes below. No fucks given. So pretty much we were trying to get people to, to put out either unpopular opinions or something that they feel like, you know, just come out there and shoot from the hip about stuff you've seen in history, stuff that's currently going on. And we got a lot of responses and I just want to go through some of the, some of the ones we saw and, and highlight them. And, you know, maybe we'll even have some of these folks join us uh, to explain these. And every week that goes by, um, we're going to probably like grab a couple of these uh, from shoot Saturday to bring on the show the next week, just to tell you guys some of the crazy shit we saw. And there, James, like, what, Why, as you're going through the list, I think I see you over there. What are you finding in, in Shoot uh, shoot Saturday? Well, I, I saw um, I saw some ass clown say that Miz is a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> yes, the Miz, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes. I, this uh, guy got, said that. Yeah, I... I Hall of Famer, yes. First ballot. The, all right, chill. Like, watch. <laughs> don't believe like, me, you watch. Hey, bro. I, 
I just can't I can't I can't wrap my head around somebody that throws work that throws work strikes that badly to be a, a first ballot Hall of Famer, bro. Hey man, he throws I, I better can't. punches than CM Punk. No, he doesn't. CM Punk didn't even throw punches. That man threw, threw I know. forearm shots. You want to why? <laughs> you know, you wonder why? why? He, that's what happens with that's what happens with guys. Guys realize that they're not good at throwing uh, work punches, so they throw uh, forearms instead. Yeah, it's so. elbows. So, uh, a couple of the good ones I saw, um, let's see, uh, Caleb Baldwin, shout out to him. He's like, Finn Balor is the most overrated act to hit WWE in a very long time. Uh, I thought that was a, quite an interesting point. Um, I feel like that's overstated, though. They, he's the most, he's the most over, he's overrated or overhyped, what's the word? I would probably say over, overhyped. Most overhyped? Oh, no, overrated <laughs> act. That's what, that's what he said. Yeah, I mean there are a lot of shitty accent. Okay, I, I don't know. I feel like that's over. I feel like it's overstatement, but I get the sentiment though. Right. Um, I I agree with the overall uh, sentiment, but just I think it's a bit too much. James, you came out there and said uh, Randy Orton would have been the greatest wrestler ever thirty five years ago. Would you like to explain that to everybody? Yeah, I mean I think I had uh, mentioned I had wrote something about it. Just yes. you know, um. You know, he's a third-generation guy or whatever, and he works a style that is perfect for the territories and for house shows. Like, by all... I've heard this from a bunch of different people, depending on the um, on the show or whatever, and they say Randy Orton at a house show is, like, the greatest worker in the world. <laughs> right? Like, I've heard Alvarez say it. I've heard Meltzer say it. Um, I've heard... A uh, few other people say like he's just a different dude at the house shows, and like you see them, you know, all do all types of crazy stuff once the TV, once like they're on TV, and then like the TV goes black, and he starts walking around doing nut, nut stuff like eating hot dogs at the mustard cart or when he got, you know, play. like there's nothing the dude does is not in, in the ring that's not like perfectly, they're not technically perfectly sound. Like he throws perfect punches, he throws perfect stomp kicks, he throws perfect kicks to the gut, um, perfect DDT. Uh, the best RK, the best cutter in the business, the RKO, best finisher in the business because of the RKO. Uh, the dude likes perfect superplex, perfect drop kick, right? Like, granted, you if you want to argue about whether or not uh, Okada and AJ Styles throw or Dolph Ziggler throw better drop kicks, fine. Like his per, his drop kick is still beautiful to look at. Right. Like the dude. It, it's perfect European uppercut. Like the dude is, like at six four, six five, with that height. Like he's one of those rare dudes that look. He looks believable getting his ass whooped by a Daniel Bryan looking guy, and he looks also just as believable whooping the ass of or beating the hell out of Roman Reigns uh, that one time he did right before that SummerSlam match, mm-hmm. that lead up to that feud. Then you throw in the fact that like over his career, like he's mostly he, he does his best work as a heel, but like he's had different types of heels, like. He had the legend killer where he's like the cocky pretty boy prick um, that's disrespectful. He's done the psychopath dude when he's out here, you know, doing all types of crazy stuff in 09. He's a psychopath with a shaved head looking like somebody out of American History X. Then, uh, <laughs> then, he, then he also has like the shrewd technical heel, like uh, similar to when he was, uh, or like when he's a champion in 2013 going into 14. Uh, like he. He's had different, and you know, WWE does not do good with. We always say that they don't do good with shit with championship heels. Like, right. they always either chicken shit heels 
or they're monster hills. There's no in between. Like he's one of the few instances that you can actually point to. Like, yeah, for the most part, you're right historically, but there's a little, you know, there's a little outlier here with this guy. And then, you know, he's always been a sense when he's been face face, like regardless of the fact that he's, you know, he's not John Cena, he's not Daniel Bryan, he's not Hulk Hogan, he's not Austin, he's not The Rock. But as a baby face, people do get behind him and people do cheer for him. Even right now when he's with the Wyatts, he's like kids still love him. Right. And women still love him. Like then you throw in the fact that like, you know, Chicks have always done them throughout his entire career, and it's always like a weird thing. I wish like we had something like a, a see how deeply it's correlated with like how much like the male wrestling fans like you based on how much the like a big comparison to right. Like, Orton's got to have a great the, percentage like of dudes still liking him. No, what I mean like I, I like to know like how like a correlation like historically of between like the hardcore fans, how much the guy. The guy fan hates wrestler X based upon how much his girl, the women wrestlers, or the women that ever see him, like respond to him. You know what I mean? Right. Like, cause it seems like you know, based on the Randy Orton, some of the Randy Orton stuff, is, and and uh, I would I would imagine a good deal of the Randy of the Roman Reigns stuff is based on the fact like I brought my chick, I spent you know a hundred and I spent a hundred and fifty bucks for for two tickets, and I got my my lady saying that like. You know, oh, that guy's pretty handsome or whatever else. Like, I ain't spend money for that. Plus parking and concessions to be hearing that, that that kind of shit at this wrestling show where I'm trying to pretend to do my best to pretend that, you know, these dudes ain't half naked and baby oil have tussling. Okay? <laughs> I'm not really. <laughs> right? So, but anyway, getting back. You look at that, you look at, like, the fact that. He, while also the women love him, he also looks like a bad guy, a real deal bad guy. Like I've always said, like he always looks like he's always like a movie star, like a movie, a super. I'm sorry, a summer action movie villain. villain. Yeah. Right. So you throw all that stuff together of like, okay, the dude can work great. The work dude can work great matches when he wants to. Dude is technically sound. Dude uh, is, I, for lack of a better word, handsome. Uh, dude has believability as a ass kicker and getting his ass kicked, and also the fact that like you know he has one of the best physiques in the history of wrestling. Right. Like, I don't want to do the whole Lex Luger thing, but like, yeah, total you know insert total package joke here. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, I'm just gonna read off some of these and and just get quick takes on them. Um. Uh, Dellen James, as much as I like stuff from the Attitude Era, the years 1998 and 1999 were garbage for the most part. Uh, also from Dellen James, Apollo Crews has money written all over him. Um, I wish he would actually get a chance, personally. But we'll see. Uh, I said Bray Wyatt has had one good feud ever. If you don't believe me, just look up the history books or pull up your WWE Network and tell me if your eyes lie to you or not. Jeremy Donovan. I agree with the sentiment, but I would say. Good. I would agree with the sentiment, but I would say too because the Shield White stuff was was good too. Okay, you, you can we we uh, just, we'll count that for Bray, but by itself but look, he's struggling. But look, that's still. But you're right though, for the most part. Like I understand, like it's not quote unquote the most accurate thing in the world, but you're still like for what you're trying to say, you're still right. Like 
That he's been around since what SummerSlam 2013. Uh, yep. So he's been around for over three years. He's yeah. had two compelling feuds. <laughs> That's awful. Yes, awful percentage. Uh, Jeremy Donovan said there should be no flat out. There should be no cruiserweight division. What up, Jeremy? Uh, and I I agree with him on that one. That's not a bad idea. I don't think that's outlandish. Like Rich Swan. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, don't you? <laughs> um, Jeremy Mitchell, Jeremy also boy, okay. that Sheamus is underrated, which is not popular. Oh, uh, Jeremy, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just don't know. Like, I don't think when people think Sheamus. I, I mean, maybe I'm being you know too optimistic, but I don't think people think Sheamus is garbage. They just think they're they just done with him. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel the same way. Uh, Jeremy Mitchell, the boy. The Miz has been trashed since he broke his team up with John Morrison. I just want to say, <laughs> what have you been watching this past year? <laughs> like, Miz has been incredible. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I, I was I was watching uh, when he went. He took off on Daniel Bryan uh-huh. uh, like a week or two ago. That's still for my money is the best promo of the year by Barn Gun. Like, I, think there's I can't even wait. Not even with, not even. With, not even when AJ told John Cena that you bear that you bury guys like me. Not even nothing, like nothing. <laughs> James Boy, Carl Malone, and Lawrence Taylor were better workers than Enzo Amore. I totally yeah, agree. This be, yeah, this is me being mean. Like, I mean, like I hate Enzo. So there you go. That's just like that's just me being a biased jerk against Enzo Amore. And like, look, I, I hate Enzo so much that like even Cass is getting it too. <laughs> right. Um. Joshua Smith, what up, Josh? Uh, he said, uh, Chris Hero is probably the best worker in the world right now. Good chance he's better than AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, and Kazuchika Okada. Um, I'm just going to stare disagree. at you. Yeah, I disagree, Josh. Uh, like, I think from what, look, I haven't watched a Hero match since, like, in a year, right? Uh-huh. But Hero is dope. Um, I just don't think he's that dope. Correct. Jeremy, once again, with a great hot take. Jack Gallagher greater than, or Jeremy Donovan. Jack Gallagher greater than Zack Sabre Jr. So, uh, I'm with you. I, you know, I I default to y'all. I've never seen Sabre wrestle. I like, but I do like Young Shenanigans. That man's (laughs) on that tomfoolery. Young Shenanigans on that tomfoolery, bro. Like, when he's out here, like, oh, I got you in a handlock. No, you don't. Handstand. Joe Saba just had two words. Brock Lesnar. Hey, quick question though: Is there a better is there a better new move in the business than that gigantic headbutt that, that uh, Gallagher has? Nah, I love that headbutt. Yeah, I love that. Just, like it looks so devastating. You know. Yeah, um, we had uh, Jose Rodriguez Rivera say Bret Hart was whack because he had zero personality. Did you not see the year nineteen ninety seven? Yeah, like I. I, I, I that that got a palm booty face for me. Yeah, speaking of, and I I think I sent him like the uh, the dear white people like the group of like yes. black uh, the group of black students just staring at him and like staring just yeah uh, I I um speaking of Bret Hart I had I think I said something along the lines of Bret Hart is the most pivotal uh, wrestler since the since cable to, since basically cable wrestling yes or, or sorry since the Monday Night Wars since the Monday Night Wars yeah man just I was thinking about that and I was like. Yeah, man. Okay, so Bret Hart, literally, okay, 
we're dealing with the whole um, we're dealing with the entire story thing in '92. Um, Hogan is dwindling in his popularity. So who they do? They give the keys to Brett. Brett then literally has to ha- have everybody like everybody's best match of their career at that point from that time spans either with Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels in WWE. <laughs> like that, you know. So like from so do you go from there and you, and that's literally like. All the way up to where they get to the point where Sean's ready to be the, the guy because he's younger and also it's his time. Right. So you get to the WrestleMania, you get, so they have the Iron Man match, uh, which basically solidifies the boyhood dream thing with Sean, um, makes him forever. <clears throat> then, the, then all of a sudden he starts doing the Austin thing. He makes Austin in one night. I mean, over you know, he, he's getting him hotter and hotter and hotter. But like with the double face turn, that get, he, he, make, he gets him over in one night as a, as a baby face. Right. Uh, then, because of the screw job, like that burst the McMahon, uh, the Mr. McMahon character, which is, you know, for our money, you know, the second best heel ever behind only Triple H, because Triple H has been doing this for so goddamn long. Um, yep. While wrestling. So, like, and then when he, le- after he leaves, because, you know, because of, uh, I guess the salary cap had more, there's more room in the salary cap. Uh, <laughs> he's able. They're able to bring in Mike Tyson to hype WrestleMania 14 right. for the Sean versus Austin match. So like, like there, like there, like there's so much stuff there. And then like, there's no, you know, there's no Diesel Survivor Series match in '95. That '95, right? Uh, with who? With Brett? Brett and Diesel. Is that Survivor Series '95? Yes. Yeah, there's no, there's not that. So that means like Diesel's only two really great matches of all time. Like one of them wouldn't exist, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, we never like the Razor Ramon thing doesn't really take off unless you know he's fighting uh, Brett. One, two, three, kid. Like that was also only sent for him. Uh, like there's just so much. He there put his brother Brett. on. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 yeah, he made his brother actual like a rest, like actual legitimate like main eventer. Yep. And without without Brett around, like he was never that ever again. Uh, guy, yeah, totally agree with you. Like, like Yokozuna, like Bret Hart, like he's <clears throat> he's a Hoover. guy, and then also he influenced all the guys that came after him. And yeah, you know, so shouts out to Brett. Um, he had a feature in Sports Illustrated this week, or it was like on a red the website or something like that. Uh, I got my man Simon Cotton, uh, who you heard on the show. He he hopped on there with some yes. pretty hot takes. Uh, the anti indie guy. He yes. Hates, he he hates indie guys more. Than, <laughs> he hates indie guys more than like more than Sheamus, more than uh, Baron Corbin. Like <laughs> he just hates geeks. He just hates. No time. Oh, you loved this business when you were ten years old, and you got into the business. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so Simon, let's see. The first thing he said on here was, "I, I hate any indie character whose character is there to be happy is happy to be there, and they wrestled all over the world." I told him, "I was like, you don't got to qualify it. You hate in, you just, you hate any indie character." So, <laughs> what's up to Simon? Yeah. Uh, who else we got on here? Uh, Hitesh uh, Kumar, uh, Hitesh Kumar Kalhan, got on here with a with a lot of interesting ones. Uh, he said Hulk Hogan was great in the ring. I, I I can't I can't I can't get with that. Like 
It's the worst Jay Z. I can't get with that. Yeah, man. Uh, he just was. He, he he was not that guy. Like, there's too much. There's too much evidence to the theory to prove that like he was not that kind of guy. Yeah, I. Like, um... he wasn't. I hated Hogan when I was a kid, man. Like all the w, like those WC, all those WCW main events, they count too. Like it's not yeah, like we we can't just put you know put put a black and white uh, sheet over that time period. Okay, so Hollywood Hogan when he was out here stinking up the joint while cruising waves right here and dying down stage and Ben Wall right here lighting WCW on fire on pay per views. What um. How old is Hogan in, like, 96, 97-ish? He's, like, right around 40 years of age. Okay, so are we being unfair because he's 40 and he's he's past his prime or no? AJ Styles is 39. I'm not hearing that shit. (laughs) 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 Look, look, you know how old Shawn Michaels was was in 2005? 40. Like, (laughs) that man was still great. Look, you know how Ric Flair was in 1989? Yeah. 40, and he was still great. <laughs> so, All right, fair enough. Um, just, you know, just... Another one was from Simon. Uh, Batista should have won the belt at WrestleMania because the end result was a one-month reign of Brian Riddle with unfortunate situations and boring segments with Kane. Um, oh, me and him had, me and him had a, uh, a, a, a disagreement of the minds over that one. Same here. Uh, if Daniel Bryan doesn't win the title from Randy Orton, the the roof of the Superdome caves in. I think I said that on the um, uh, yeah, on the post. My, my thing was it wasn't even the fact that like you know the fact that WrestleMania there's a revolt. My whole thing was the fact that like Batista literally left the company in storyline a week before Daniel Bryan left the company in storyline as well. Mm-hmm. So like you're still you're still like. Um, yeah, have you ever heard of like the, uh, you know how they always say like the choose your path thing, like whatever decision yeah. you make, um, at least it leads off to another, you know, another, uh, a route or whatever. Right. Like both of those routes, whichever one you chose ultimately would have led you to the same situation where like, oh my God, we have a vacant, t- we have a vacant title right now. What are we going to do? <laughs> or they would have said, oh, we're just going to put it on John Cena another month early before he goes to get slaughtered by, by Lesnar. So we're still going down the same road. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, Hatesh said, uh, as soon as Cena had his rap thing going, he knew he'd be big. He turned face by early 2004. He, need, he knew he'd be the next top guy, and he wishes he could say that for someone right now. Uh Simon. I wasn't around for that. Yeah, Simon Cotton. If, if the goal of NXT is to make new stars, NXT has failed. I am with you on that one. But is that NXT's fault? Uh, NXT does what a good parent does. A good parent will will prepare the child, will give the child every chance to succeed, and then when the child goes out into the real world, it's still up to the child and kind of how the world treats the child. And when those kids from NXT have gotten up, they've had to deal with some real life, as they say. So <laughs> yeah, like. And they see yeah. nurtured them well, but you know, I don't. Okay, so it'd be one thing if 
it's hard because you'd be like, okay, so what's the counterfactual? And the counterfactual is AJ Styles. But, like, AJ Styles came up from, or moved from Japan and came straight into the Rumble. And, like, from day one, he's always had a corruption for his character, regardless of, like, the booking decisions and his matches and, you know, whether whether he should have won the title earlier than he already did at that point. He's always had a feud in a direction. Right. Most of these dudes in NXT come up, and it's just, we want to put you on TV for three weeks, and then who the fuck knows? <laughs> That's it. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's literally, it's like, so what's the plan for you to come up? What well, you mean? We thought we we thought he'd have you wrestle for you know for a month, and then after that, fuck it, here goes nothing. Yeah, um, Nicholas Guerrero. He says he likes Kane, but uh, hates when he comes out for a match because he gets angry and disappointed, especially because he doesn't tombstone anyone anymore. Oh my god, do you remember uh, what match was it? Uh, oh yeah, because Orton was hurt, right? So they did the whole fake injury thing. Yep. Uh, where they jumped the backstage and then all of a sudden they brought up Kane and people. I remember I was I had a fit. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, Kane?" <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, like I love Kane. Kane was a, ple- a special part of my heart. Like he's one of the greatest tag team performers of all time. Yeah. Um. But no, nah, man. Like it's you know, like it, you know. It, him, Big Show, and Mark Henry, like, I was watching the Table for 30, or Table for 30, Table for 3, you know, they eat like a Table for 30, but Table for 3, uh, between those three, and, like, it made me happy to see that they're, like, you know, like, they, like it's almost like they have no, they're just on tour, they're just, like, they out here just cashing these checks, they're almost like the, you know, they're almost like, you know, like, the town, like the the thirty five year old seven footer that's washed, uh-huh. but like because he's seven foot, he still has a gig in the league, so he, he you know he gets dressed or whatever. He never he, he rarely ever plays, but he has. But in case in case you need six hard ones, you know he Bring has six out. hard ones for you. Yeah, like they're just there just in case or whatever. But they just cash these checks. It's good for them. You know they earned look, that that they made that money a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, that, that, like, there's a lot, check out the post for yourself. Like, there's a lot of, like, interesting things people were saying on there. I, I didn't really say too much of the ones I said on there, but, um, couple ones I, I felt I, I kind of jumped off the deep end with. Um, I said, I would have heckled Michael Hayes during his Hall of Fame speech. Um, <laughs> Jake Roberts had one move. Um, oh, Let's see. Uh, I hate the revisionist or uh, the future revisionist history that's written in 2030 that says Triple H was the greatest wrestler to ever live. Wow. Um, well, is that is that any worse than uh, the? Is that in, I mean, it's let it's it's going if they do that, that will be worse. But like, how much like is that is that too far off from the whole Jericho uh, thing from a couple weeks ago, a couple months, like a month or so ago? When people are like, you know, you know, actually, like Jericho might be one of like the five greatest wrestlers of all time or something. That uh, what was it that uh, uh I, I think it was Rolling Stone yeah, or something it, similar. It, to uh, it was SB Nation. Okay. Yeah, they made a compelling case for him, but I don't know. Um, let's see. Oh, just a quick one. Chris Benoit's WCW music is one of the best theme songs ever. 
So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check it out. Uh, enjoyed it with everyone. We'll be back next week with more Shoot Saturday. We'll bring all of your negative opinions and everything else and, and clowning and jokes and all that. It was a, it was a good week one. Um, but we want to get to the uh, nominations. Well, one thing real quick is I appreciate that, like, the discourse, like, it wasn't... People said they're out, you know, they're, I'm going to say outlandish again because it's funny. Uh, people going to say they're outlandish stuff, and, uh, you know, people might buck back against it, but it wasn't anything that was disrespectful or, like, you know, or anything that was too snarky. Right. Uh, you know, so I, I appreciate that we were able to keep it simple. And I think everyone um, kind of got the uh, the hint of it, like, the first week one, like, I kind of wanted to do with it, like... Like, say your outrageous opinion, but there's not going to be too much, like, argument. Like, it won't go on too far. Like, you might have to just explain it a little bit, but but come and, come and say what you got to say. Like, that, that's, you know, right. it's no big deal. And I, and I also appreciate the fact that, you know, like, stuff like this, when it can be handled right, like, it shows that... <laughs> I'm going to do, like, the all black people where all women are not a monolith thing, but, like... <laughs> like it just shows that like we as you know like everyone always says like the hardcore indie wrestling fans or whatever they're the hardcore fans like they all have a they're all of similar mind or whatever and you look at this and you just see like all the difference of opinion between like people talking about how Miz sucks or how Miz is great um, people talk about how Bray Wyatt sucks or is great I'm in the camp he's not all that great uh, and you know, you know disagreements over like part timers or whatever else mm-hmm. and uh, and other people in these Nah, bro. Like we have various opinions, and you know, so that just shows you like it ain't as easy as booking this stuff as like we do, like to make it out to be. Because in our mind, we always we always have the answers for stuff in retrospect. But like, there's a, it's more than just you in this world and your opinion. Yeah. Um. So we got the. We're gonna try to get through this. Like, you know, you know we're running long on time. Uh. The one nation award uh one nation radio award show uh, we've got let's see how many categories we got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen <laughs> counting great radio yeah uh we, we've got plenty so i'm going to run from the top on this one uh in the first like couple of them like will be fairly obvious uh, who's going to win them. So we'll name some of the nominees, and then we're going to go ahead and clip them. So for the Ric Flair Wrestler of the Year, our nominees are AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, The Miz, Seth Rollins, Dolph Ziggler, and Rusev. Um, I am in the camp. I think we need to get down to five in this one. Okay. Um, uh, for me, um, uh, AJ Styles, yay or nay? Yay. Obvious. Uh, Kevin Owens, yes or no? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Chris Jericho, yes or no? Uh, yeah. I'll go yes as well. Um, uh, Dean Ambrose. See, now this is where it's going to be tough. Um, now, uh, let's do this. Uh, Rusev, no. Uh, Ziggler, no. Up and down. Seth missed. 
If Seth had been around the whole year, I'd put him on to be missed half the year. Yep. Um, Seth is a so. um, I think there's six guys for five spots. Uh, okay, so I'm going to – okay, this is what I'm going to do. I am going to – see, that's not – See, I'm, in a, I'm getting caught between either clipping the Miz or clipping Ambrose. Right. But, like, Ambrose has been, like, but Ambrose. Ambrose got, was so great in the first Miz, half of the year. I want to clip Miz, but I want to clip Miz, but it almost seems unfair to clip Miz. All right, we'll keep them both. Okay. We'll keep them both. I feel like that a top six is appropriate. So, we'll, we'll go until we can't cut. Anymore, so Rusev, see ya. Dolph Ziggler, see ya. Rollins, and then Seth, Holla. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, the Shawn Michaels Ember Performer of the Year. Yep. So, okay. um, now this one's gonna be interesting. Oof. <laughs> Comes down to all a, a lot of different folks. How many? How many thinking on this one? Um, I think the Miz, Seth Rollins, and I think the Miz, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and yeah. Okay, so I think Roman needs to be dropped. I think the Miz needs to be dropped. I think Seth needs to be dropped. Uh, so I think that will be that will leave AJ, Dean, Sammy, KO, Sasha, and Charlotte. No Ziggler. Is, I mean, how long is the list going to be? Yeah, this one's this one's a little rough. All right, um, I'm going to keep AJ. Uh, I'm going to keep. Let's see. Yeah, I can't get over uh, his summer. Like, like Reigns like had some good good going uh, up until he stopped fighting Styles. That's a good point. Um, I mean, I I, I cut Roman because like the comp, like just like the competition is too steep. Right. Uh, I'm gonna like it's, it's, I'm it's gonna a weird, leave it's Ambrose. Huh? I'm gonna leave Ambrose. You should. I mean, I think. I mean, I, last I looked, like there's only Owens and um Owens and AJ have more four star matches. Did so we like not year. nominate Cesaro? We they didn't nominate him because we they didn't he do didn't nothing. The, with yeah, him. he didn't get the chances. He didn't get, like okay, so he's like the guy. That, like he's like he's like the guy that hits like four hundred, but only has like fifty at best. Because <laughs> he's like because he's literally like the twenty like the twenty third man on the roster. All right, um, Owens or Ziggler? Owens. I'm with you. Uh, so we're down to six in that category as well. Because I don't know. I can we really clip? Uh, either Sasha or Charlotte, like. Well, you can by saying that if you were to say the whole they split votes thing because like all their best matches are against each other. Yep. Like they don't have any matches like where they're like where neither one of them are wrestling each other this year. Charlotte and Brie Bella was pretty good. Uh, Sasha, I think she kind of struggled elsewhere. I don't even remember this match with Sasha or with um with with it, it was um, Brie Bella's last match when she wore the Daniel Bryan boots. Oh, that's right. Back in February. Yeah, she wore. Well, those are really the 
the day of Brian tribute boots to Bruiser Brody, but whatever. Correct. You, you get your point. The WrestleMania 30 boots. Right. Uh, I remember how much you remember how much you hated those boots when he Yes, I was like, shit. "What the fuck are those? Like, <laughs> the true what are those? Like, <laughs> yeah." Uh, so I'm gonna clip Sasha. Okay. See you, girl. Okay. All right. So for our Shawn Michaels in-ring performer of the year, we're left with AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Charlotte. I want you to tell Sierra that you clipped Sasha because it's not going to be me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Cap Charlotte? Oh, she's going to be pissed. It's not going to be me. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, we've got our newcomer of the year, uh, AJ Styles, leading off once again. Uh, Should we even, like, bother doing a cutoff on this? Uh, we'll just leave them. Yeah. Like, should, like should, can we just do like a two-man cutoff? Like, yeah, okay, AJ Styles and Sami Zayn, and that's it. Everybody else is is cut. Like Bailey, Bailey, they, they, yeah, she came up and they made it, got her under. Uh, Finn Balor, he was around for a month, uh, if that. Uh, Alexa Bliss, no. Apollo Cruz, who's that? Right. Where he? Where he right. be? Where he bought. Yeah. Like, was there an injury with him or something or no? No idea. No idea. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we'll leave it at two with AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. So, it's up to you. Um, we've got uh, <laughs> uh, the Dusty Rose Promo Cutter of the Year Award. Uh, we've got nominated Paul Heyman. We've got The New Day. We've got The Miz. We've got Chris Jericho, Dolph Ziggler, Ambrose, Charlotte, and Rusev. Noticeably absent, Enzo Amore. Also Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard, like, is it me? Or I haven't really heard a lot of, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Should we add Owens on there? I feel like it because, I mean, you can't really put Jericho on here for having great promos out, putting him on there, given that, like, that's both their, you know, that's both their baby doing all that foolishness. All right, let's put Kevin Owens on there then. Yeah, and also like my favorite pro, my second favorite promo of the year is like the whole highlight reel thing when he teased the breakup after Survivor Series. So correct. Uh, like, like they literally, they literally like made me collapse to the floor in laughter. As much as I love uh, Rusev, I think he's got to get cut here because he's just not getting the reps. But he's hilarious every time he talks yeah. in the mic. Yep, I agree. Uh, Dean Ambrose, I think he's got to get cut. Because it, when he's been serious, he's been good. He's kind of like, suffering from that John Cena thing. He, if when he, when they ask, yeah, that's a good point. I never thought of that. But yeah, like when they, well, like if you need to say like, hey, I need a money promo from you, Dean. Like Dean's as good as like anybody else. But like if you don't tell him I need the money, I need the money like video package promo from you right here. He'll fuck off. Right. <laughs> he'll he'll just do all types of shenanigans. Yep. He'll come out there with that green cowboy hat out there looking like he's from extra from the, <laughs> Man, from the bus Give me some more video. Uh, this is going to sound blasphemous, but Paul Heyman. Yeah, I agree. Because, I thought the same thing. Like, Heyman still, how like, many? How many I, of those promos can we take? I, I really like the promo he did about... The, you know, explaining that, like, what do we do after Brock, like, basically, like, mailed it in and, and took, you know, uh, Goldberg for granted. Right. And he said he got caught. Like, I And really the Randy Orton stuff was great. 
Yeah, I love that, but the reps. It's um, it's okay. We're taking this excellence for granted. Correct. We straight up are. Like, we can't keep giving the MVP to Michael Jordan. This is we're at that point with Hammond. Like, we can't keep giving the MVP to Michael Jordan. We can't. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so we're and, down to six like, now. Yeah. Um, so that leaves what? New Day, Miz, Jericho, Ziggler, and Charlotte, and Kevin Owens. And Owens. Uh, I. Oof, um. Hey man, did we do a disservice by leaving Charlotte off Ric Flair Wrestler of the Year? We might have. We might have to go back and look at that. But uh, anyway, um, back back to lecture at hand. Um, New Day, Miz, Jericho. God, this was hard. Yeah, this one's tough. We might we might be at our at our cutoff with these ones. Yeah, we'll leave it at that because they all deserve like that. Yeah. All right. Um, then we've got our Miss Elizabeth Woman of the Year. Uh, there's five nominated, so I feel like this this category is like pretty much set. So we'll just leave this as it is. Uh, we got yeah. Charlotte, um, Sasha, Becky, Bailey, and Alexa, who came on late, very late. Yep. And um, we've got the a new award this year we didn't have last year. Um, the Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin feud of the year, uh, and I have five nominees on here: uh, the Charlotte versus Sasha, Roman. Wait a Rain. second! Wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! You don't have Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens on this thing? Uh I think I overlooked it. That's why I wanted you to double check this thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, I feel like that I mean, one's going to gonna win eventually one of these years anyway. One of these years. Oh, man. All right. Uh, yeah, I think we need – I think – I think. well, I think we need to take that out and put their own – I think we need to take their own arrangements fancing and replace that with uh, Zay yeah. versus uh, – Versus uh, Owens. Okay, so we have that's more I, that's more of a IWC award, right? Type thing. Uh, we've got uh yeah, we've got Charlotte versus Sasha. We got Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles. We have Daniel Bryan slash Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz. We have AJ Styles and John Cena, uh, and yep. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. That's a that's a good category right there. Yeah, you can't like pick like a loser in that one. You got really strong in ring, and you got strong mic work just about across the board. Um, we've got the NXT Performer of the Year. We've got Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe, The Revival, Asuka, and DIY. Uh, all won championships and held titles this year. Uh, Asuka basically sent Bailey out of NXT. Uh, Nakamura debuted and sent Zayn out of NXT. Joe won the title twice. Uh, the Revival was a part of every great tag match this year in NXT, and DIY is right on their heels. So, um, yeah, I think that that's a pretty much uh, locked up category right there. Yeah. Hey, man, so, like, you know, uh, as I said in the. Uh in the shoot Saturday thing, I've only seen Johnny Gargano wrestle twice in their both tag matches, but like I feel pretty confident in saying that that man should be brought up to win the Rumble. <laughs> feel, pretty, feel pretty confident in saying that. Like that dude's wow. fantastic, man. That dude's awesome. 
but yeah, uh, performer of the year. I, I mean, I feel. Yeah, I feel like it's a nice list. I feel like it's a nice, that's a that's a legit top five. Can, can you even think of who was six, uh, who was six B? No, like uh, Austin Aries got hurt, and I don't yeah. think he quite reached that level. Um, Seeing almost wasn't there yet. Like no right. Jose is fun, but that's nah. really it. Um, uh, what's your boy's name? Like Balor left like halfway through the year. I, I thought about nominating him, but. He he only was on uh, one takeover or two takeovers, so everyone else had a lot more than him. Yeah, I, th- I think we're good on that list. Um, the WCW who booked this shit award? Yes. <laughs> the WCW booking committee who booked this shit award? Uh, the SummerSlam main event finish. Uh, the WrestleMania 32 top matches. Seth Rollins returning as a babyface. SmackDown Tag Team Division, which continues to baffle until this day. Uh, the Cruiserweights on Raw and Triple H never explaining his actions. So that one stands to change if Triple H does explain his actions by the time the New Year comes. But that's still a bad book, bro. That was months yeah, ago. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> what was that, September? Uh, yeah. Or was that still August? It might have been, let's see. Might have been August. Yeah, it was August. It was the day after SummerSlam or the week after SummerSlam. That's not, okay, so that means, yeah. So, like, I didn't know if SummerSlam was, like, late in the month or not. But, like, either right. way, like, nah, man. What are you doing? Um, Take that monkey shit off. You embarrassing us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The words of Chad Butler. Um, I, yeah, I like that list. Yep. Um, I, I, I mean... Oh, oh, uh, needs to be on here also is like, I don't know if this fits underneath the booking award, the bad booking award or the IWC award, but like them deciding to like go out of their way to beat every single person in their hometown or country. Like, that's, <laughs> like you know, they've always done something like that, but this is like overkill this year. I've never noticed it this much. Just right. Before. Being people in their hometowns. Let's see. WCW booking committee. Oh, Roman Reigns' performance in the Royal Rumble. Left that one out. So, uh, uh, you remember when they took him out for half the match and didn't expect him to be cheered when he came back? You know why they took him out, though, so he didn't have to interact with Lesnar. Yep. You remember when they were, remember, like, months ago when they were going to do the Bray Wyatt versus Bray Lesnar thing? Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> So, uh, do we want to cut that one down, or we'll just leave it? Uh, I want to put that Reigns one on there. I think I think that's good. All right. So we've got the yeah, gimmick that's mostly just for jokey jokes anyway. So yeah, we've got the gimmick of the year, uh, the best used idea in WWE. Jericho's list. <laughs> uh, which has got the crowd going crazy uh, the cruiserweight classic to reform the cruiserweight division strictly that not the cruiserweight division or what came of it just the idea of doing that tournament to basically use it as the launching pad uh, we got Mitch the plant yes Mitch the plant uh, which was busted over uh, Jericho's head several times uh, James Ellsworth, who somehow got a job in WWE this year, who I had no idea who, who he was six months ago. 
and all, finally, Talking Smack being the vehicle where Daniel Bryan pretty much shoots on the business uh, weekly. So <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling what my winner is going to be on that uh, category. Yeah. Uh... Okay, we're back. We had some technical difficulties, James. You were saying. Um. Yeah. Uh, the gimmick of the year. I think that's solid. I mean, I can't really think of anything we missed. I don't. Oh. Uh. Was Bootios a thing in 2015? Uh, they may have began talking about it, but they started selling it this year. I know that. Oh, okay. So, like, we need to find that out. And if not, if, if it's if it was this year, then Bootios is going on here. I'll pop Bootios so. on there. All right. So, we've got the WWE uh, pay-per-view slash network special match of the year. Uh, so, this is pretty much your traditional pay-per-view match of the year award. Um, adding in things like consider like roadblock, not the um, the um, like NXT. We have a separate category called the NXT non-main roster match of the year. So don't you gotta be out. so extra specific for this freaking thing, man. Like, yes. it's so ridiculous. It, it keeps getting more complicated every year because we how to term this shit. Okay, yeah. so we've got Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn at Battleground. We have AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns two at Extreme Rules. AJ Styles versus John Cena at SummerSlam. Team Raw versus Team SmackDown Survivor Series. Charlotte versus Sasha Hell in a Cell. The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler No Mercy. Dean Ambrose versus Triple H at Roadblock. Goldberg versus Lesnar at Survivor Series. Charlotte versus Sasha versus Becky at WrestleMania. AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose at TLC. The Miz versus Sami Zayn versus Cesaro versus Kevin Owens at Extreme Rules and. Kevin Owens versus Dean Ambrose, last man standing at the Royal Rumble. Which feels like forever ago. Yeah. Oh, I, man. I, I, dude, I watched that match. Like, that match was so long ago that, like, you forget about the whole Kevin Owens, Michael Cole beef. But there's a point where he sends, uh, where Ambrose sends Owens flying, and he basically barrels into Cole and knocks him off his table, and then, like, t- throws it, basically, like, Mushes the glass off his face and also makes sure he gra- he drags him to the ground as well. Uh-huh. Like, it was hilarious. And, he, and and Cole got so tangled up for so long that like by the time they they basically had to take over like play by play duty for him to uh-huh. give him something collected. And then he put the mic back on. And he was like, "Beat his ass, oh, beat his ass, Ambrose!" Like he was so <laughs> funny, bro. Like I, I missed the like that, that should be on feud of the year, or it would have been on feud of the year if they hadn't stopped it. But like Cole versus Kevin Owens would have been on there. Wow, I miss that feud. I miss him killing Cole so much. Yeah. Um. So when I'm looking at this list, I'm going to clip Charlotte and Sasha simply because they actually had better matches than the Hell in a Cell match. But that was just simply their highest profile match. Yep. Uh. So that one's got to go. Okay. Uh. Goldberg and Lesnar, uh, great moment. Yeah. Uh, that might we might gotta see go. that later on, but as far as a match, Hollow. that's got to go. See ya. Hollow. Um, I think. Let's see. Uh, hmm. I think Kevin Owens, Dean Ambrose, that last man in the match has got to go. Yeah, agree. Uh, let's uh, see. Okay, it's there. I'm about to say, I thought um, one of these matches was missing. I was say, hold on, what about that match? Um, okay. Yeah, I know it's really hard to, to judge, like, the multi-man 
um, matches and whatnot, like the multi-man ladder matches, but uh, should... Should the WrestleMania IC match be on here? <sighs> no. I, okay. I think they're like, they're, those are just pretty much just crash test dummies. Like, we're not seeing real, like, match of the year quality work, personally. Okay. All right. I mean, are we at the point where it's pretty much like it's all the same, like, how we were talking about last man standing matches? Like, it should be really hard to fuck this up. Yes. Okay. Because, bro, like, you know, your boy St. Carl's, but I was out here trying to... <laughs> Look, that man's about that life. At all. He's risking it all. I know. Got to get paid out here. Um, yeah. I'm thinking Dean Ambrose and Triple H might have to uh, get to stepping. Wait, how many matches are left? Hold on. One, two, three, four. I, I would nominate team. I would nominate this, the team Raw versus Team SmackDown match should be to be dropped. Hmm. I like that match. Uh, I like it too. I just I don't think it's as good as uh, what's it called? It is not. It is you know not fifty two minutes. Yeah, that's true. It's fifty two minutes. I, I'm not gonna sit down and be like, yeah. In 2016, there was this fifty two minute match that I was just like loved, like. It's fifty-two minutes, like, and it's not I mean, an Iron Man match. Like, there's a lot of great storytelling in it, but like a lot of the stuff in it is like stupid. I get you that. as well. Like, uh, no, like Jericho, worse. like the Jericho Owens eliminations are just dumb. All right, so what are we down to? We're down to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight matches. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wait, I, we don't, we only cut down to eight. Yep. Uh, I think we've got to get rid of the Fatal 4-Way. What Fatal 4-Way? Uh, Miz, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Owens. No, no, no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. That might be the best match of the year. Really? Yes, that might be the best match of the year. I had to rewatch it. I had to rewatch it. Like, bro, there's a point. I remember, I remember specifically where uh, me and you watched it together. Uh-huh. And there was a point where the crowd starts chanting, This is awesome. And then and then we were like, bro, this is way too early for this awesome chant. And then, like, by two minutes later, we were like, yeah, this is awesome. This is officially an awesome territory. Mm-hmm. And then the match, and that was by, like, part two of the match. Right. And uh, oh, bro, four? Like, that match is fantastic, bro. <laughs> we might be where we're, where, where we're going to be at. Yeah, yeah. Depending on how you I feel mean, about it, Styles Reigns. Like, but I, I knew Styles bumped his ass off, and that man was like a man possessed out there, like. Okay, which match? Which AJ match is better? That match or or, or Ambrose and AJ at TLC? At TLC. Ambrose and AJ. You think that match is better? I do. And wait. It, well, I don't know. Wait, was the first? Okay, was the first? Um, was the was? I'm oh, sorry. Which Ambrose? I'm oh, sorry. Which AJ? Uh, Reigns match had the the crazy bump with the soup with the uh. Through the table. That's phenomenal elbow through the table. I think that's the second match. All right, that match has to stay. Yeah, <laughs> like, the fr- I always remember the first one, like, with the with the two fuck finishes. Right, right. Like, cause, okay, so my thing, my thought on that is, like, I actually luckily just watched the TLC match, uh, like, a few hours ago. Uh-huh. And the thing is, like, the, 
their psychology is off because like they hit people with like something crazy and then like somebody climbs up the ladder without and like they're working like their psychology of selling is like so so sped up like it's almost like they had like it's almost as if like the match was like they had like four minutes less than what they should have had for this match to sell everything Mm. it was it was kind of weird and then you also have the fuck finish at the end with with Ellsworth yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, we're about these pure finishes in the match of the year list. So, uh, AJ Styles and Dean Ambrose, I loved it, but you got to run it. Uh, Charlotte, Sasha, Becky, do you think we can clip them? No, nah, bro. No. Nah. Yeah, they were the I mean, best match on WrestleMania. So, look, man. That, look, as far as I'm concerned, that's the main. That was the main event of WrestleMania. After that video package and all that pyro after Charlotte wins. I'm good. I can turn off WrestleMania after that. I don't need to watch nothing else. Right. Um. Yeah, I think we're we're at where we gonna be on that. Yeah. Kevin Owens yeah. versus Sami Zayn. AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns. John Cena versus AJ Styles. The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler in their career match. Ambrose and Triple H. Charlotte versus Sasha versus Becky. The Miz versus Owens versus Cesaro versus Zayn. I think that's a solid yep. list. Yep. Uh. Pay-per-view of the year, we'll skip that. We'll just pick from the ones at the pay-per-view. Or on the... We'll just pick from all the ones listed. Um, TV match of the year. I think I'm... Like, there could be some more stuff I'm forgetting uh, on this one. Mm -hmm. So, if you guys are listening, feel free to submit any TV matches of the year that you feel should be on the list. Um, I've got AJ Styles and Chris Jericho versus The New Day. AJ Styles versus Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler versus Bray Wyatt. Sasha Banks versus Charlotte. Falls count anywhere. Uh, Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles uh, after uh, Money in the Bank. As well as AJ Styles versus Zar versus Jericho versus Owens the night after WrestleMania. And Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. I think those Wait. are all pretty strong matches. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh... I might have to watch it again, but I remember. I feel like the Finn Balor, uh, the Finn Balor, you know how they had the two separate Fatal Four Ways to come up with the uh, number one or the uh, number one contendership or whatever. Yeah. Um. Or who or who gets to fight uh, in the title match against Seth Rollins for the Universal Belt? Like I don't know if that match was better than Roman Reigns versus Rollins or is better than Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns, but like. Like, the euphoria that washed over everyone when Finn Balor got that clean as a sheet win over Roman Reigns. Like, that's... that's <laughs> like, didn't it, didn't it feel good to have that boot of oppression off your neck? Didn't oh, it feel man. good? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, uh, the, the next category uh, we've wait, got... Or anything wait, you want to flip? Quick question. Like, like, this is crazy. Like, did Sasha and Charlotte really have like three matches that could have been on this list? Yes, I I tried to pick the best one, which I or I thought was the best one. I feel like you did. I felt I felt like you did pick the right one. Um, wow, this does. All right, just we moving on. Yeah, Charlotte and Sasha playing against each other. They're magic. Uh, the NXT non-main roster match of the year. So this is, includes the CWC and all the takeovers. So we've got DIY versus the Revival matches one and two, whichever one. Um, Which one do you think is better between those two? I kind of want to say the first one. 
the first one was fucking nuts, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if there's ever... Because it's like, fuck. If, it's, it's like you just seeing him, like, he comes up just this short. If there is ever, 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 like, I need, you need to learn about tag team wrestling, like, that is the match you need to watch if you're ever going to, like, if you're watching WWE wrestling. Like, that's, that match is fantastic. Yeah. Like, a regular rules, no, you know, ladders or elimination chambers or 5011 tag teams, just... Four guys going at it. Like, that match is fantastic. Uh, we've got... So many great creative finishes. We've got Sh- Shinsuke Nakamura's debut versus Sami Zayn, which, in my estimation, yep. has been the best match that WWE has produced this year. Uh, yeah, there goes my vote. But uh, yeah. Asuka versus Bailey won, where she kicks her in the... Or, no, where she submits her in Dallas. Uh, and the yep. crowd is just stunned. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Austin Aries. I think this match actually kind of disappointed just a little bit. Uh, and was the beginning of Nakamura realizing that, hey, I don't have to try as hard, and I'm still super over. Yep. Um, we've got Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe, where Samoa Joe got his head bust, literally. Dude, like, if that match were that was, like, that match was headed, like, honestly, bro, if not for, like, the multiple, like, was it three blood stoppages or two? This is, I think it was more around three. Okay, bro, if there's, like, one... If there is literally, like, two less blood stoppages, that match is, like, at least a half star better than it was. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, uh, then, then we've got uh, the Revival versus American Alpha, who were in the opener at Dallas. And they wrestled a great uh, match as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then it, we have what is called the Kota Bushi section. So... <laughs> <laughs> so rounds two, three, and four for Kota Bushi were it was Kota Bushi versus Cedric Alexander, Kota Bushi versus Brian Kendrick, and Kota Bushi versus TJ Perkins. And I want to keep all of those matches on here. <laughs> uh, my favorite, like I haven't really gotten around to the uh, the I'll, I'll defer to you for the Perkins and uh and the Kendrick match. Uh-huh. Actually, I saw the Perkins match. Never mind, but the Kendrick match. No. Wait, I think I just saw. Is that the one? Uh, yeah, I've seen all three of these matches. Never mind. Um, the one that re- I really vividly remember is the Cedric Alexander one, though. Right. That, um, that, was, that was the big one. Yeah, like that's. So I'm gonna cut the revival in American Alpha. Okay. Yep. I'm going to cut Nakamura and Aries. Yep. And... Uh, isn't it weird to? Isn't it weird to like after like the past like. You know, two years we had with the women, and like, it's so crazy. Like, I'm thinking of cutting this Oscar Bailey. Yeah, uh, it was like, <sighs> it was it wasn't better than any of the Kota Bushi matches, and it's oh, it wasn't better than any of the Kota Bushi matches. Can you hear me? Okay, one sec. All right, technical difficulties. We're back. Um, so we were saying we were going to cut the Bailey match with Asuka. Yeah, it's just crazy to think that like after the two years that like the four horsewomen and Asuka had put together, like that, there's not going to be a women's match on here. That's not like I'm gonna feel sad. Like, damn. Look, sorry, like, I Sarah. Remember, I remember you had wrote you stupid. I remember you had wrote. Uh, 
I think he had wrote a column or he had told me the sentiment of like, this is like the end of an era for NXT and it's never going to be the same. Uh huh. Like, this is a major part of it. Like, yep. Like, you know, I mean, they can always, you know, decide to, you know, hit up, uh, you know, Madison Eagles or, or Sue Young or whatever else. Right. But yeah, the gun I mean, show, Madison Eagles. You know, or bring back, or, or bring back, yeah, the gun show, Madison Eagles, or bring back Gail Kim for NXT, but like, Outside of that, like, it, like this might be a wrap. Yeah, like... like um, not a wrap, but, like, it's just it's not going to be the same. Yeah, like, NXT lost their heart and their soul this year. Like, Sami Zayn and Bailey left, and, like, NXT's never been the same for me, yeah. personally. I, I think I'm going to ask you this. Who do you think... Like, who do you think is, like, the, the most, like, uh, the biggest... How do I say this? The most important, like, character in, in, in NXT TV television network history? Sami Zayn. Unquestionably. Sammy? Okay. Um, like I feel like it, I feel like the answer was either uh, her, either him or Bailey. Yeah, like like Zayn is like the the run up. All right, I, this is why I say it's more than Bailey because Bailey's whole thing was pretty much a copy of Zayn's, like in a way. Mm. So like like Zayn's just like was on another level like in 2014 going into him winning that title and then into the Kevin Owens shit and like. The way they sent him out of NAC, like, it was just, like, he's that nigga. Like, when I think of NAC, I think of Sami Zayn. Okay. Uh, so, we're down to, we we got six. I feel comfortable with six right there. Okay. That's fine by me. We've got the failure of the year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is always a good one. Uh, Roman Reigns being coronated again in the main event of WrestleMania. Um, the Cruiserweight division. The brand split. Brock Lesnar. Long ass shows, NXT call ups, and WWE baby faces. Ooh, that whole category <laughs> just just reeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just uh, yeah. I think we're good with everything there. I think we're good with everything there. Personally, like I just want to yeah. like like Brock Lesnar, like like he felt really normal this year compared to other years. I don't see how, seeing that he split a 12-time world champion's forehead and a half with his damn elbow. Yeah, I mean, that was stupid. I think that was a booking decision. Very. So that should probably. Well, that's, that's part. That's part of it. But yeah, I was gonna say like, right, like what the hell happened to Randy Orton should be on the list. But yeah, that that still fits. Uh, so we've got the single. I think the email might have cut off like from here that I sent you, but I've got the rest of the yeah. list here. Uh, we've got the single top moment of the year. So whether it's a big pop or a great moment or just a shocking kind of thing, this is a new category as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins' shock return, uh, Goldberg squashing Brock Lesnar, Styles beats uh, Cena clean at SummerSlam, the Nakamura's first entrance. Ambrose's cash in, Shane jumping off Hell in a Cell, and Triple H entering the Royal Rumble at number thirty. It's mm. a great. That's a great category right there. Mm. Yes, it is. I right, you know what my vote is. What do you think I'm going to vote for? Triple H. Yep. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> oh man. Uh, I called that shit for months, for like a month. I'm like, watch this man come back at thirty on this dude. Watch. Yep. Uh, I yeah, I think that category is pretty sol- pretty solid. Uh, if anything, you could take off the cash in, but I don't know. 
Nah, um, the cash in was dope. You can take out maybe Shane, <coughs> but um, they're gonna show that take- on a, on a highlight reel for until the end of time. Do we take out the Shane one because like everybody and their mama knew like the only reason why he's having that match is for that one particular spot? Yeah, I'll take it out. So no, we're yeah, down, I mean, we're down like, to six now. So, bro, can you imagine? Like, can you imagine what that match would have been if not for that spot? <laughs> a whole bunch of punching. Hey, bro, like I'm sure people were like, yeah, you know, I, you know, because every year people say like, yeah, I'm coming to Dallas to to the Jerry World to see the Undertaker WrestleMania match. No, you're not, bro. You're coming to see Shane jump off that st- off that damn right. cage. Jump, jump <laughs> you're really off coming the, to the... see him jump thirty feet to his doom and try to kill himself. Um. Then we've got the success of the year, and uh, in contrast to the failure of the year, and there weren't that many, but maybe you can think of a couple more that I didn't <laughs> think of. Uh, Goldberg coming back and and being you know so well received. Yep. Um, okay. AJ Styles falling out of the sky for WWE and basically like getting able to walk onto the main roster. Um, the execution of the CWC. Um, and also SmackDown slash Talking Smack. Can you think of anything else that's gone really right for them this year? Uh, I mean, you can say the Jericho stuff. Chris Jericho finds the fountain of youth. Or, or Chris Jericho reinvents himself once again. Yeah. I feel like um, that's the bigger story. Okay, that's fine. Uh... Miz and Ziggler like basically rebuilding the mid card for the for the brand and stuff. I mean that, that fits in the SmackDown. SmackDown yeah, um, yeah. I think I think that's um. Uh, I think the fact that they booked a, a really really good Royal Rumble ca- counts for something. Hmm. And what? a really good Survivor Series match. I'll say think, I'll say the Survivor Series. Um, more than the Royal Rumble. Okay, because, bro, like, it's a virus series. I don't even remember what the hell this virus series match was from last year. There wasn't one. <laughs> oh, no, there was no, one. There but, was one, but it was with a bunch of mid-card yep. uh, or geeks. Yep. Dudes that don't matter. Yep. In uh, the best and final award, uh, the IWC award, which basically is the the biggest internet controversy, I may be missing a few, and I might still add to this to that after this show goes off if I can think of something. Okay, so we have why is insert name here still in NXT? This can, you know, this can be anyone at any time. Like, why was Finn Balor still in NXT, like, around WrestleMania? Why is Shinsuke Nakamura still there right now? Uh, why is Samoa Joe still there? Why was Bailey still in NXT? Yep. Um, Brock Lesnar going off, quote-unquote, going off book at SummerSlam and hoodwinking people into thinking this, that was a shoot. Um, yeah. Roman Reigns versus the fans for uh, the third year running. Yeah. You might have to start calling this like the Roman Reigns versus the fan memorial IWC award. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just to get it, give everyone else a chance, right? Yeah, man. This is. You know what I, I forgot? Like... You know what I forgot? Um, for moment of the year? What? Well, it was kind of sad. Daniel Bryan's retirement. 
Oh, speech. yeah. That definitely needs to go in there. Hell, that's probably winning. Hold on. Moment of the year. And Daniel Bryan should also probably be put on the promo cutter of the year because that was like the yes. best, like, that was like the best thing, like that's like the best talking segment on TV this year. But like, but like it's either that or when or when he took off on Daniel Bryan, uh, Miz. Yeah, Daniel Bryan's retirement. Yeah, I'm putting it just on the single top moment of the year. Because man, he wasn't really cutting no promo. Like he was just telling how it is. Um. So Roman Reigns versus the fans, like it, it includes like the the backlash for the drug tests and then his championship runs, and also uh, you know him being thrown in that main event again. I had forgot about the drug test. Yeah. I forgot about the wellness policy thing. I had for, completely forgot. Yep. Shame, and, shame and, him. And, and people, uh, they, you know, those losses that he took after that, they were like, "Yes, he deserves those losses." Based off that, like, they were really feeling like confident in themselves. I'm like, man, y'all ain't have nothing to do with this, bro. I'm telling you, man, that that Finn Balor win, that shit felt so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, like that, like people, like people were remember people were saying like that's like the best episode of Raw ever. Yeah, because he beat that Because he man. lost. Yes, yes. Like, like Roman Reigns versus the fans. Like, I look. If it goes this way next year, James, I'm all for re- naming it the Roman Reigns versus the fans uh, IWC award. <laughs> if this man cannot turn around, he has another 365 days. <laughs> um, the notice. the amount of WWE content that's produced. And how much hours of the week, uh, all the extra pay-per-views, the brand split, the upcoming tournament that they're going to have, the CWC, NXT, SummerSlam being five hours long or four hours long, WrestleMania being five hours long. Bro, you think WrestleMania is going to be five hours long, bro? Yes. Understand bro, bro, it, it was like four hours 50. and 50 minutes this year, so like they're about, to, they're about to run that shit back. Oh my god, they can't really be serious. Like you can run a five-hour show, but you got to be as good as good as Wrestle Kingdom, and we know they're not going to be nearly as good as Wrestle Kingdom. So why would they do this to themselves? Uh, part-time perks revealed uh, when people found out that part-timers weren't tested as part of the the wellness policy uh, when Brock Lesnar failed. So that that just just set like a, a almost a, a witch hunt of, of what the hell must have been going on all these years. Like Rock ain't been tested, Triple H ain't been tested, Undertaker no one's testing him, and all the resentment that uh, came with that. Uh, hashtag Black Excellence, which popped up over the past week, which I thought. I was like, there's no way this could be controversial. But then I looked at the country that we live in. Um, and Kofi Kingston actually had to put out a statement to defuse all those folks. Uh, Did he really have to put out a statement to defuse or he just wanted to write something? I think that he had to do it just because it was like, all right, there's so many people with so much misinformation out there. So what he wanted to do was to almost absolve himself of like saying, all right, it's not this. It's not this. This is what it is. I'm done with this. Y'all can have it. Like, you know, I'm like, honestly, bro, I'm just so sick and tired of like, I'm so sick and tired of like black people have to explain themselves for being proud of being black. Like, I'm just like, I'm just tired of it. Like, it ain't, not, it ain't got nothing to do with being anti-white. And, and, and people and people know that. People just being assholes. Yeah. 
uh, and the last one, this belt sucks, which uh, is used <laughs> to describe the WWE Universal Championship and everyone pretty much hating on it and shitting on it uh, the entire year. I don't think any of those need to get cut, and we can probably think of more for the IWC award. When did the uh, CWC like wrap up? Uh, it wrapped up end of August, I think. So beginning of September. Like, okay, so you juxtapose like, like well, I mean, you can't really. I guess you really can't do that. But like, they build up the fact that there's going to be a new belt, and then they don't reveal the new belt at a time. So people' reaction to the belt is just there, and then, but as opposed to the CWC when like we didn't know there was even gonna be a belt, and all of a sudden Triple H pulls it out the bag on some Jake the Snake shit, and there it is. <laughs> right. You know, it's like as people like, but that was cool because like it, it wasn't even built on people's mind that there would be a belt. They're just like, whoa, we're just happy there's a belt. We didn't even give a damn fact that the fact it was purple and it looks like you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it actually looks worse than the uh, the universal belt, title. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I just um, I don't know. Like, I feel like we're blown. Like, like, do people are st- like now? Nobody even it doesn't even it's not even it doesn't even come across people's mind that that belt's ugly or it or it's, or it's red. It's just the same belt <laughs> and it's red. It's like there you go. Yeah. So those are our nominations uh, for our One Nation Radio Awards. I will have um, some type of survey typed up in the next week and be releasing it inside the Wrestling Squared Circle as well as our Twitter account with a link um, to fill it out and send it back to us. Uh, if you'd like to fill it out and, you know, just to reflect on a year in, in WWE uh, this year. Um, you think we can holler at Jeremy about getting put up on uh, Social Suplex? Yes, yes, we can do that. We're, we can publish it up on socialsuplex.com. So um, send you guys there, see a lot of good content. And then, um, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Um, we'll uh, put it out. I hope you guys enjoyed the show this week. We went a little long, but it is a special edition. So, um, James, you got anything to add? No. Uh, nope. Ain't got nothing to say. Just, uh, you know, stop thinking that uh, pro-black means anti-white. That's all. (laughs) All right, man. Uh, This this is going to be Rich for One Nation Radio. We are up out of here, man. Later. Peace. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.